Hello and welcome to the Rockstar Project. We're going to change it to the Rockstar Bigs Project because I don't want people to think that I'm a lawyer and you have to be a lawyer because this is applicable <laughs> to anyone and anyone who listened to it knows it. We have a special guest today, British Rob. What's up? Hey, he's a guy. He's not the special guest. The special guest today is we got a, a, a we got a female show today. I'm getting in touch with my feminine side, and Jennifer Harrell is here helping me do that. Jennifer Harrell is a super successful businesswoman who is a serial entrepreneur. I call her that with affection, absolutely. And <laughs> she does a lot of social media work with me. Uh, she does. She owns Blue Eyes Social Media. Which and does training all over the United States, all over the planet, learning about social media and how to best reach the most amount of people with the least amount of money. And we talk back and forth on those things all the time um, and working together. And then you also own um, a pet store, Rollover Pets. And it's not a pet store, it's, it is a pet supply store. Correct. Which supplies organic. Foods, dog foods, cat foods, doggy beer, um, uh, play things, play toys, you know, collars, leashes, collars, leashes, litter, pet carriers, mm -hmm. anything you need for your pet. Correct. Rollover pets has it. Or you can walk over as a dog walking service. Or grooming. You guys have grooming, whatever you need. Mm -hmm. There it is. Also, you teach cycle class at the YMCA at 5 a.m. in the morning. Yes. Also, you sell Rodan and Fields makeup. Face wash. Va face wash. Mm -hmm. Face wash and other products very successfully, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So that's why I call you a serial entrepreneur because you got a lot going on. I right? do have a lot going on. And you're a wife of a friend of mine, mm -hmm. Fred Harrell, Freddie, Fred Jr. And, and the mother of two high-powered high boys, right? Absolutely. Two young boys. Yes, okay? seven and three. That play soccer and school and everything else, right? Correct. So, so I mean, I know you got a husband, okay? And he might do some stuff. Fred might be all over it, I don't know. <laughs> but, 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 uh, but you got, I mean, I know you're involved as a mother too. So I wanted to talk about a little bit about who are you, what do you do, but really going straight into, you know, how do you, how are you successful at your business and also handle a personal life mm. and your family? How are you not overwhelmed? Oh, it I, certainly sounds like it would be overwhelming. Oh, I think there's definitely days that are overwhelming. But um, but you always seem to have it together. Well, thank you. But mm -hmm. funny that we're doing this podcast today because I just started a new business coaching training session mm -hmm. um, not two hours ago with five other like-minded um, mompreneurs, mm -hmm. business owners, um, with the great Sue Zimmerman, who's out of Boston. And that was kind of one of the things we were talking about, the online business cycle and how you have to have clarity and you have to have confidence and you have to clarity have... Clarity is key. Yeah, clarity is Yes, absolutely. Because key. I get anxiety. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I do business coaching no. too. With, with a coach all the time. Right. Bob, which we're going to have Bob on. Mm -hmm. We're going to get called and schedule. And one of the biggest things we worked on, I mean, I sat down with a list of words. It gives me what appear to be stupid tasks all the time. You know, every once in a while. Your homework. Yeah, that's right. And I've got like a list of like a hundred words. And he's like, circle the ones that most important to you, least important to you, most describe you, whatever. And we, in just a short period of time, we narrowed it down to the word clarity. And we felt like clarity, as long as I was clear, 
That's where my anxiety comes from. If I'm worried about something, if I'm worried about money, if I'm worried about a hiring decision, a firing decision, work, whatever, if I'll spend the time on it to really think it through and get clear on it, my anxiety goes away. Plus, once I realize what I have to do and put it out in the universe, I mean, and also work on it, you know, mm-hmm. it gets done. I mean, it, it, and you just achieve that thing, whatever it is. Anyway, just throwing out there that I've had my own experience and road to clarity as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that is key. That's why they say clarity is key. Maybe. It is. And I don't think it matters if you're male or female, if you're the mom, the wife, the dad, the the boss. I think anybody seeking clarity, you just have to stop and take time for yourself, especially if you are a business owner of any sort. doesn't matter if it's for one business or if it's for multiple businesses. You do have to stop and take a look back and try to remind yourself the why, you know, in my opinion. Why did I start um, Blue Eyes? Why did my husband and I open a retail pet store? Why did I sign up to be a Rodan and Fields consultant? Why do I teach cycling? Well, I can tell you why. As a child, I had everything and anything I ever wanted. Now, my parents made me work. I mean, I had to go to school, and my job was to get good grades and to be a kid and participate in the extracurricular activities. And I grew up younger on an apple and peach orchard. And, I mean, I had to work for things. They weren't just handed to me, and I didn't get an allowance. It was just more of, you know, if you've earned it and done what you're supposed to, then you'll get it. So I think I, that was kind of bred into me from my parents, who are both self-employed. My dad was um, in the insurance industry for over 30 years, and my mother um, is just going to retire at the end of October with over 30 years in the real estate and appraisal industry. So I think it's kind of come second nature for me to be able to be an entrepreneur. Um, I think you're born to work. Like, like yeah, either, I mean, either I, have I, it or I mean, you I mean, yeah. I, you know, that sounds really bad. No, it doesn't. Because I think, you, now I think you can improve, okay? Oh, hands but, but But either, like, I just know people who, I mean, they would be busy working, doing something. It doesn't matter what happened. Right. They lose their job today and tomorrow they'd be out digging a ditch or working at McDonald's or doing whatever they had to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or starting another business. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you're... Through the process of hiring, I have... And working with people, I have found that it's hard to give someone motivation if they don't internally have it. Right. And how about if there is some changing to do? I guess what I mean by that is they have to change themselves. You can't change change them and give that to you. Well, too, I think it has to do with timing and where you are in your life. I mean, you know, I, I think everything's different. I mean, once you get married, things do change. Not, you know, not for the worst, but things are different. You then have another person involved. Mm-hmm. And then once you add children to the mix... Um, obviously time becomes even more precious. And if you add these businesses, you do lose time and then you have to think, oh gosh, where did the time go? Like, how do I have a seven-year-old or your, your son's oh, eight, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, wait, where did time go? I mean, they tell oh, you God, that when you're, so yeah, they tell you that when you're growing up, oh, quit rushing, quit doing this. Yeah. But I think we all put so much on our plate and answer your question, Bob. Yes. I mean, things are, can be overwhelming, but when you stop, which is what I've done recently and said, okay, I'm going to take time for me and my business and I'm going to do stuff that's going to help. That's going to help me. And I don't think, Mm -hmm. I think people have to realize that's not being selfish. Like Greg and I have talked about this over time with his business. Gosh, I think I've been working with you for four and a half years. Yeah. It seems like, it seems like we just kind of started. Do you remember this question? Uh Oh, what? Hey, I want you to, I want to. I want everybody in Shelby, everybody in our town, everybody around, like in Cleveland County, the county. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to know what Elder Law is. 
And I want to be the elder law guy. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. And I said, and what, question, what is, is elder, elder law? law? What, what, like, what are you crazy? Mm -hmm. right? But we've done that. I mean, we've done that very successfully. I think we have. Wow. Because even my father-in-law said to me, what in the hell is elder law? Yeah. I mean, people really didn't know. And I think it took about 18 months. I didn't, I didn't you didn't know either. When Nancy said that she was working with an elder lawyer, I assumed she meant he was an old lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> or his name was Elder. McIntyre Elder Law, they're like, where's Elder? Yeah. I was, the first time I met you, I was surprised because I was expecting you know, yeah. to be at least 60. Mm. Yeah. I think well, a lot of people have that um, perception. Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. it's kind of a newer thing, at least it is in this area. Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, we've been marketing you that way now, what, seriously, four, four and a half years. Yeah. And that was a process in itself. Yes, it was. Because you had to find clarity on that. Speaking I had to get, of clarity. Oh, man. I mean, it's so hard. It was so hard to get clear. That's that's what we should name this episode, get, getting clear, get, yeah. finding your clarity. But, uh, but no, yeah, I mean, you know, letting go of, I want to write a book called The X Factor, okay? And the whole point is, I mean, you can boil down to exactly what I did or anything else to, to the way an X is literally written on this paper. Turn it sideways. And I did almost every area of law here, okay? I was really spread out on the, the beginning of the X there, right? So for those of you listening, he's drawing right now. Yeah, I'm drawing. So so I'm on the – I've turned the X sideways. You know, I'm at the beginning of the X, the big part of a funnel, if you will. And I'm really spread thin, right? And I'm making good money, but it's hard to know everything and cover this space, okay? But if you could narrow it down – once you make that, it's hard to get to that point where you're leaving out all this other money out here, right? That you could get, mm -hmm. right? All these other dollars, and you're turning away clients. That's what you start doing, and that is extremely foreign. That was so backwards to me to start turning people away, and saying, "No, I don't do that. Go to this person." But it forces you to number one, form relationships with other people who do what you do, but do it differently. Like say an attorney who does speeding tickets or criminal or real estate closings or whatever else. Right. Yeah. And say, Hey, I want you to refer back to me. And then I started really getting clear on, Hey, I want to develop referral relationships. It started developing referral relationships with some of the biggest law firms on planet earth. Okay. And, and, and referrals are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then what happens after you pass through that point in the X where the two lines come together is really from a revenue standpoint and a knowledge standpoint. Okay. Everything goes through the roof. All right. That's what allows you to exponentially grow is getting really clear and then cutting out the rest of the crap that makes you kind of uh, non-specific, if you will. Right. It, yes. It starts with clarity, maybe. But I'm sure there's going to be people listening who will look at you and what you said you did. And think I have I have one job, I have one kid. And I still can't keep up. How do? You, what is the difference between the way they're doing it and the way you're doing it? Um, I, that you can do all these different things, but still move forward. Right. Well, um, I do have a touch of um, being OCD, and I like to check off a list. And for example, with my social media company, everything I have an old school pen and paper. And they are written down on a list, and it's on a calendar, Monday through Sunday. And when I complete my task for the day for that particular client, you know, they get a check mark and I don't go to bed. Very rarely do I go to bed until all their posts are made. So if somebody right. from my social media business gets three posts a day, 
then back rack yet and go to bed until I've made their third post of the day. Or if they get two or if they get one. I used to get really hung up on like everybody's post has to be out at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Well, I'm human. And that's one of the first things you have to remember is life happens and I do have children. And yeah, just because my day starts at five, like today, I got up at 530 to start working because I knew I had a training class for two hours and I knew I was coming in here to hang out with you guys. I'm like, wait, when am I going to get my post done? Well, guess what? I only got eight out of my 20 done and I still have those remaining, but I will make up for it before the end of the day. Because there is no such thing on social media anymore, and Greg can attest to this, and I'm sure you can too, that there's not a perfect time to post on social media anymore. I mean, they used to say, oh, you got to post it this time. you got to. No, people live on social media. They get up to social media. They go to bed to social media. So fortunately for me, it's that has changed completely. Well, I'm addicted to it. <clears throat> now, I have a few. First thing I do when I get up. Absolutely. Is look at Facebook. Mm-hmm. Probably the last thing I do before I go to bed. I mean, I heard a lady today say she did a video while she's in the bathtub last night. I have a friend that Snapchat is nice. the best. I mean, yeah. But I mean, I think as um, as a business owner or a mom, you you just make it happen. Don't ask me how. There's days I wonder. Like I trained for a marathon when my youngest was, I think, 12 months old, and still to this day, I have yet to figure out how in the world I did that. You know, I, ba- I mean, you look back at some of the things you've done, and it's yeah. like. Like, I kind of winced because maybe it hurt a little bit yeah, like, to go through it. And you're like, mm, I don't know how I did that. Like, but, I don't know if I can do that again. Yeah, I think it's just the drive. To, I mean, really, you have to have the drive and determination to be successful. So for me, um, so social media, five and a half years ago, I had this epiphany. I was working for um, a local doctor's office as their marketing director. Fred and I had rollover pets. And I would say to the doctor and to my husband, hey, have you posted this on Facebook? Have you done this on Twitter? And they were like, no, who has time for that? And furthermore, what are you even talking about? Well, I had already developed a little bit of an obsession with social media. And because my background is broadcast journalism and I was working in marketing, and I'm like, oh, these two things are pretty cool. So I already kind of had that little addiction obsession to, oh, what's this going to do? I don't think this is going anywhere. I think this is going to be a big thing. And where I worked... Before then, they weren't really as into it. You know, it was like, mm, I don't know if we're going to go that direction. Like, they weren't clear yet on their direction. So, for me, I had this moment and this opportunity of quitting a nice paying job and saying, okay, am I always going to work for somebody else or do I want to work for me? And do I want to raise my kids on my term or, you know, a nine to five job term? And I already saw that rollover was going to be successful. And the only way for us to raise our children without babysitters raising them 24-7 was like, okay, wait, owning a retail store and me working eight to five or some days seven to six, you know, just I didn't want somebody else telling me that this is how you're going to run your life and -and so-and-so is going to have to pick your kid up from school today or daycare or they're sick. I mean, but I think that's the mother. That's what we were talking about, being a mom and the what did you call it? The womanism, the feminism. Womanism. Yeah, womanism. I mean, I really just think that's the maternal thing of a mother. I, I mean, you have six kids. So and men, you have women, one. men and women are different. They okay? are different, absolutely. And, and but we and we hear a lot, and I wanted to talk about that too. Okay, and because I wonder what I would do if I was a woman, and I don't mean that I'm going to be Caitlyn Jenner tomorrow. Okay, okay good. I just mean <laughs> Stephanie I mean, would worry. Although you can call me Caitlyn if you want. To. Okay, <laughs> but however. Um, 
what I mean is, and that's fine. That's cool if you are, you know, Caitlyn Jenner. But, you know, but the thing is, we're all different. I mean, we're all different. You know, some men are different. Than, you know, I know men that are totally different than I am. You know? um, and so how is, how does being, I'm trying to figure out as a man how to ask you this question. Okay, just ask. I'm just going to ask. Okay. Is it harder as a woman? Is it easier? Are some things harder or some things easier? I try to think for myself or because, I mean, things are hard anyway. All right. Like, like being an entrepreneur, having a business is not for the faint of heart or easy right. by any means. Okay. Some people are more talented at it than others. Okay. And for a lot of reasons, in a lot of ways, but, but as a, I can tell you as a male attorney, it's freaking brutal. Okay. And, and it can be brutal, mm-hmm. but I enjoy it and I love it. I wouldn't do anything else. Okay. Right. I like business period. Right. Um, but again, it's tough. So add in there being a mom, right. And just being a woman period. Okay. Which is traditionally, I mean, I think we live in a different world now than our parents. Okay? Yes. As far as socially, uh, paradigms have shifted, the way we think about people and things. Mm-hmm. But still, got to be tougher. I don't know. You tell me. So you, okay, answer this. I'm going to throw it back at you. Okay. As a mom and the wife and a business owner, have you thought about today what uh, what your kids are eating for dinner tonight? No. Okay. No, because my wife's done it. Because your wife's doing it, exactly. Yeah. So those are the things that, like, you have to think but of. She, like, she's at home, like. She is at home. But, but I, I mean, to say that though, I mean, I was she's just. She's got take, six babies. Uh, she, right, we got six kids. Yeah. But, but she has worked with me in the past. Yes. And we did work as a team. I now know. I will say that for the, I am guilty of okay. The majority of those decisions, mm-hmm. she takes care of. Right. So and that's always the, has. Like that's and she the would whole work thing. and take care of that. Right. Okay. So that's, I think that's the difference. Okay. I don't think, like for me, in my perspective. And, like because today, I just take them out to eat. Right. And you, know you can't do I mean, that would, every night. Yeah. You're, you, I mean, we do go out to eat a good amount. But, well, we yeah. do too. And I hate it because yeah. I think my children specifically, they need a stru- they need structure. Yeah. They need routine. As my boys, I know that for a fact. Okay. My kids need the routine and the time. And they need to go to bed on time. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, sure. So I think you have to think of it that way. As some, If you asking me, is being a woman harder yeah. than being a man? Well, I think it just depends on what your roles are. This is the War of the Sexes version of rock, the Rockstar Star. Yes, project. I really do think. Okay, I'm going to throw out this. Thing. Okay. okay. So oh, we're, we're across the road from Chime the in, Bob. Okay. Yes, we are. I mean, I am big on eating. Healthy. Healthy, organic food as much as possible, you know, or just healthy stuff. I love local produce and farm and table stuff. So usually on Saturday mornings, I'm the one that'll go over and get that the food, you know, for the week, mm-hmm. right? I also will, will do a lot of the grocery shopping a lot of the time, okay? Because Steph doesn't Steph does not want to take the kids at all, no. you know, to the store. Okay, she's like she's just a nightmare for her. Yeah, and they act differently when they're with her than they do with me. Okay, because Daddy ain't having a crap, you know what I mean? And, and anyway, they just they behave better. You know, they just do. Or or it doesn't bother me. Like they're nagging me in the checkout line for something. I'm like, don't touch that. No, you're not getting that. Right. Yeah. We're going home. You can have a glass of water when you get home. <laughs> anyway, but so I do. You know, I do get involved from that standpoint. But I'm still not like thinking, what are we having for dinner? Tonight? Yeah, but like you yeah. didn't wake up this morning. No. Never. And go, okay, what are they eating for took, breakfast? Steph took the kids what? to school. That's okay. So hang on, okay. let me finish. This is yeah. like this is uh, how do I do it? Okay. Well, let's see. I didn't sleep till six thirty this morning. I yeah. got up at five thirty um, because I knew I had to get work done. I'm so canceling I, my sex change. Right. So I'm not I know. Do it 
Okay. No, you're good. So it's like, okay, up at 530. Too much, too much responsibility. Let's work for 45 minutes. We yeah. in as much work as possible before I wake up boy sure. one. Okay. And then when you're waking up boy one, it's like, wait a second. I've got to feed him breakfast. Make sure his lunch is packed. Is everything in the book bag? Because right. he's only seven. It's not time for him to be completely responsible about all things life, in my no. opinion. No, but you should offload as much responsibility yes, as you can. Yes, and I do. Yeah. yeah. Because he gets dressed, he sure. brushes his teeth, he fixes his hair, he puts on his uniform. My kids make their, their lunch for the next day, the night before. Oh, that's, that's good. That's really cute. I like it I to be fresh. Yeah. I like that. But I like it to be fresh gotcha. made the morning of. But again, that comes from my childhood. My mother made my lunch every day the morning of yeah. me going to school. Yeah. And I think some of that is just how you're like raised. a bad husband and father. Why? <laughs> you asked, so I'm telling you. So then, you know what my next thought was? What? My day is jam-packed. What are we eating tonight? Yeah. I gotta feed my kids tonight. I don't wanna go out to eat. It's raining, it's cold. I want something in the crock pot. Right. So I drop boy two off at daycare and I beeline over to the grocery store, go home, throw it in the crock pot so I am ready to rock for my training at 9 30. Leave. So your, your time management skills then are exceptional. Oh, I mean, get yeah. you have to. You to have run to. like four businesses mm -hmm. and, and do, you know, up. Cycling, you know, yeah. at 5 a.m. And as you said, it means kids, you've got to have your time right. You've got to be very clear first what you want before you can really get the time management. Yes. So, what so why do you do it? Then? Why do you do it? Because, like, I mean, you just would would work anyway, or or you want, do you oh, want a Lamborghini? Yeah, Does money <laughs> do it for you? Do you want a house on the lake, which you have already, by the way? No, do I don't. It's across the street. Across okay, the street so here's whatever. your answers. I would love <laughs> to live on the lake. Yeah, and walk so, out yeah, my back yeah, yeah. you got to get across the street. i got to get across yeah. the street. Okay, yeah. so there's okay. one. Number two, I hate debt. Not from the standpoint of like mortgage debt, but I don't, I just don't like debt. Like I think most people are used to mortgage debt. But could I pay off my home yeah. loan earlier? I'd love that. But I hate debt. Yeah. I don't like owing any money on a credit card. Yeah. I want to pay off rollover. Mm -hmm. Like you're asking what my drive is. But my main drive in life as a parent is my boys will go to college without a student loan. Yeah. Like they will they will not graduate college owing forty or sixty or a hundred thousand dollars unless they decide they're gonna become a doctor and then I'm out of the you know, whatever. Right. But that's my drive. My children are my drive yeah. and how I was brought up, seriously, not needing or wanting anything. I I'm did have to my kids aren't going to college. They're not going to college. That's it. Well, and then the other drive is, you know, not to get off on a tangent, but as a self-employed person, we yeah. both have to pay our own health oh, health yeah. insurance. Oh, yeah. And that's a whole other show. That's a whole other show that costs <laughs> more started. than my mortgage. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, we've got a switch like or something, right? Yes, we do. Because, of, switch a, again. because of income, yes. right? Yes, and okay. Edna's pulling out of the state that we live in. And oh, holy Now we crap. can only deal with Blue Cross in our state. I haven't cursed one time this episode. Did you know that? <laughs> I'm proud right? of you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. It's because I'm here. It's a female effect. It's yeah. womanship. That's it. Womanship. <laughs> so, so, so there's your answer. I don't think it's necessarily yeah. harder to be a woman than it is a man. I think we just think different. Yeah. And it's that maternal instinct. Right. Because like you said, you would probably look down after being at work all day and it'd be 6.30 or 7 and be like, oh, crap. Yeah. I have to feed my kids. Right. They'd be, they'd be in the cabinets. <laughs> get home. Eat some Cheerios. Eat some Cheerios. <laughs> they do that crap anyway. So, so, yeah, I mean, you know, well, I applaud you for, for all that. What's your business philosophy? Like what keeps you going? What's, I mean, we talked about kind of what you're working for, right? Like what your goals are. Like what's your philosophy? How you get there? Are you just like do stuff 
Right now, I would honestly say I just do stuff. Okay. I'm finally because mine getting, switches. Like, yeah. like I get really hot on one thing, and that'll. I just I like had to I have to I have to add fuel to the fire. Yeah. Like I'll be up here and jamming on one thing for a while, like the, like one philosophy or something guru that's out there or something like that, mm-hmm. and then I'll like I'll kind of get complacent a little bit, and then I'll find something else, you know. I think Bob and I have witnessed that. But re- reading a lot, <laughs> you know, read <laughs> that's true. But reading a lot, and you know, um, I don't know, I just. I think well that's the Podcasts process do it for me. Like, I do a lot of, of me find, seeking clarity that's why I've hired a life coach and I'm in what's called a hive for the next five months is to figure out okay what is the next direction or the next step for me am I going to quit doing something obviously I'm not going to quit a pet store and quite frankly I can't quit Rodina Fields because it does pay for that health insurance I just mentioned it's more than my mortgage so there, there are driving factors for me. But when it comes to blue eyes and what I'm going to do, that's why what I'm seeking clarity on yeah. is, okay, I think personally right now and the, the, what I'm doing, I like to work with people who want to work with me. Well, I want you to ask a question to your house. Should you come to work for McIntyre and Odenwald full time? That's the question. <laughs> I'll uh, ask the so just, Or just for our, for our businesses. <laughs> Because okay? Okay, you could totally drive the Rockstar Biz Project, mm-hmm. the books, get into the sales funnels I'm doing right now, right. all that. I mean, and rock it out. Like, just top notch. It'd be awesome. I put that in the hive. Yeah, there you go. Throw That's that in the hive. Put it in the hive and see what comes out. All right. All right. Sorry. I don't know. It's fine. But I think for me to answer your question about clarity, that is uh, what I'm seeking on this piece of paper is to get to that circle. Yeah. And I can tell you today that they said yeah. one of my things to do in the next two weeks is to fire a client. Do you, and you just hit yeah. on, you just hit on that. You didn't really fire a client, but it's so I'm hard. On the, to, I'm on the chopping block. No, you're not on the chopping block. The point is, who wants to work with somebody that doesn't want to communicate with you? So, like, I do social media marketing for other businesses. Well, that, so, yeah, that's like getting really clear. Okay. So, you, so that could be an, that what would be the X factor. Really that's focused on just who your clients are. Right. So, but and what clients you want. Get really my, clear. Yeah, yeah. My clients are small businesses. Right. But what's your ideal client? Who's that? Well, Who's that Jamie would be ideal, Jamie client? my ideal client are people like McIntyre elder law okay. or Carolina chiropractic plus right. or a rollover pets. Cause rollover is still my client. Like right. I don't work inside rollover. I yeah. market rollover sure. and I do some stuff in the back office or a dragonfly or, I mean, these are people that communicate with me on a day in day out basis. Triple B vineyard. They're about, a little B vineyard, a, yeah. a little bitty yeah. vineyard in the community we live in, but they communicate the people I don't want to work with anymore are the ones that seriously just write me a check and say, do whatever. How about people that also refer mm-hmm. you business? They refer, I mean, like your ideal client, like, like they would be people who would like say, Jennifer does a great job on our social media and refers me business. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, well, we yeah, but I'm telling you, my ideal client is someone that communicates with me gotcha. that I can come to their staff meeting go to their Christmas party and feel like I'm a part of their team. Yes. And I think that is a big part of it because I can walk in. It's hard to, to, to share what somebody yes. really does too, unless you're intimately involved. In yeah, absolutely. Like it, it takes me six months, if not a year to really get to know a client period and what their personality is. I mean, that's hard. So if I don't really know someone or I can't go in their business on a daily, not a daily basis, but a weekly basis, and have some type of communication with them, it's very hard to market what they do via social media. Because social media is humanizing your brand. 
plain and simple. You are putting yourself out there, your name, your brand, and you are building relationships with people. Plus, it's taking relationships back instead of just like the serial commercial on Saturday morning, right? That you can't communicate with. Right. Right. It's, it's, uh, it, you know, you can comment back. Your customers can comment, but you can form bonds and relationships again with your customers, which cool. is really taking, taking things back old school. Yeah. Think so. about all the video that's so hot and people mm-hmm. like you take them inside of what you're doing with the radio show. Right. People, I mean, I think they love it. So they can either listen if they're riding down the road on a Friday morning or they can go back and watch the replay on Facebook sure. that you've done live. But people, who doesn't want to see what's really going inside a radio station? Because you can't ever see what they're doing. Sure. Just like this podcast. We're mm-hmm. not videoing it. And you were drawn but on we the could. We, we could. could but should I said don't because right. I look like a hot mess. But yes. anyways. The point of me telling you this is like you're drawing on this piece of paper. Right. Well, people on the podcast can't see no, that. Can't see it, yeah. But had we had we videoed it, had I said okay. But my point is, you're taking them inside. It's like a VIP. I access. agree, and, and like that's a whole other show that we could do. Mm-hmm. I do one called uh, Omnipresence. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's actually a chapter in Rockstar Lawyer. We do. Uh, we talk about being everywhere at one time and how that, that that is. We talk about the philosophy of social media mm-hmm. and like taking it back to the fifties and old school relationships, channeling a lot of Gary V there. And just thinking about that, you're the female Gary V. Oh, we should do another show. You're Jenny H. Jenny H. <laughs> yeah, Jenny. Jenny. Jenny H. Yeah. So no, because I'm Jennifer with a PH. We can't do Jenny H. Jen, Jen, Jennifer. You can call me Jennifer. Jenny H. Jennifer. Okay. Whatever. Mm. Yeah. I'm just, okay. All right. So, <laughs> So I'm, I'm going to take a creative license on the title of the show. Okay. I got female Gary V. Jimmy Hates on the show. Okay, All right. Like so, so thank you for being on the show. The secret. That's another thing. Yeah. By the way, shh, don't tell anybody. The secret. Okay. Is, is uh, amazing. Yeah, it's cool. We were talking about gold. I shared a vision board the other day with you and I'm newly indoctrinated into the secret. Okay. Mm-hmm. So i you know, just read it a couple of weeks ago and that's one of my new things. I'm like, wow, the secret. That's really cool. Like I, can't I could just believe you just read that. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's not like I'm slow to it. It's like I kept seeing it everywhere, and it's like, eh, I'm not gonna do that because I was into these other things. Okay, right, right. And then I finally caved. And I'm like, all right, I'll check out the secret, and I'm jazzed, jazzed on it. Heck yeah. You know why? Because that Colin McGregor kid, that boxer, because that's how he like went from welfare check to hundred million dollar payday. So that's like what made you years. read it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. He was getting pumped for that fight. So let's talk about our vision boards, okay. not necessarily what's on yours, but I'll give a little story about my vision board. My sure. first one. Do you have one, Bob? Do you have a vision board? Yes. Everybody. Basically. Okay, good. Yes, that'd be a no. No. <laughs> so everybody should have a vision board. Yes, basically. So my oldest son is seven. Right. And I've had a vision board for at least eight and a half, nine years. And my first light bulb moment of me realizing that vision boards work. Now y'all are going to laugh at this, but this is the truth. I had put a baby boy with blue eyes and blonde hair on this vision board. Yeah. Cause I grew up with an older brother and I always wanted a boy first. Now I know God's in charge right. of that, but that was my vision. Well, here comes river. And when he popped out, he had um, blue eyes, big old blue eyes and um, blonde hair. And okay. I didn't really think about my vision board. It was just more like, thank it's you. Weird, guys. You have blue eyes, right. Yes, I do. I, I, do. I know. Right. <laughs> but that's just, you know, the baby that was on my vision right. board. But I had my car on there, too. And it wasn't the exact car. Like, my car is a cream Ford Edge. I think I had, like, a 
cream MLK but or MXK or something. I remember something. when you bought that car. Cause, yes, because uh, I had a baby and, and my dog beside, and my baby. And you worked beside me. We yes. were both on Lafayette Street. Yes. But the point of me telling you that is, like, I just wanted an SUV. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't looking for that specific car that's on my vision board. So, when you put stuff on your vision board, like, I put my first iPad. I know that sounds crazy, but, like, eight and a half, nine no, years no, I ago. Like, it can, I mean, it keeps yeah. you focused, man. Yeah. It, it blocks out all the other Things crap. that you want. You know, all the Living near the lake. Yeah. Having a boat. Like, yeah. different things of that nature. So, those are the things you can put on there. I got a Lamborghini and a jet on mine. I like it. Do you know what a book you should read next? What? It's called The Circle Maker. So, uh, you tell me about that. That's yeah. a great one, too. It's like circling your goals, right? Yes. Yeah. And they might not happen just like your vision board. They might not happen overnight. But they can happen next week, in a year, five years, ten years. If you keep circling around your vision and your goals, they will become. I believe that because everything you do is going to coalesce around yeah. obtaining those things. You're going to attract those. But but the secret goes a lot deeper than that. Something you threw out to me yesterday. I'm gonna I'm redoing my whole calendar. I thought about it a lot last night. Yeah. Was uh was you know we just haphazardly schedule you I know like it. schedule 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. clients right? We don't say what type of clients or anything else. So, so, so I'm going to reverse engineer the calendar and go ahead and put in there mm-hmm. how many clients of this type we want from these times in these times. I love it. These clients, types of these clients we want at these times. I'm going to put in my meeting times, but you already have that with, with other staff. Go ahead and schedule in lunch and workout times for me and a day. I got to take a day off every now. At least I try to, you know, um, Anyway, but 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 the but the thing is, is laying it out there on the schedule and expecting it to be filled up with those clients. Okay, so saying I want, and, and these are high ticket, high paying clients. Okay, mm-hmm. right for those types of cases that we're scheduling, and we're going to work in time for a good number of those every day. Right. So I, I went back. You and, did it. Well, I went back and I made that one of my priority things I that I was going to do. Yeah, I mean, this is, I, I, I just, you know, in my note, in my, one of my notebooks that I carry around, I write all kind of crap down. Just, I find if you write things down, they come true. Yeah. It's, it's also because, you know, you're putting it out in the universe, you're manifesting it, and you're mm-hmm. thinking about it. You know, you get really clear on it. But yeah, I'm going to just to meet with those types of clients, those types of clients. Uh, I've already, and then I delegated it. Sonny's working on it. Okay. But that's so, awesome. Yeah, it is. It. it is. And then, you know, set aside time for, to do those other things. I just thought that it was uh, it was an odd, a neat way to look at things back from backwards, opposite from how you usually think about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you're usually thinking about how to go get those clients and not worrying about them actually. But the key to the secret, if you will, is to act as if that they're already here. Right. If you are to feel them, to re- really clear on them, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're going to do. We're Sweet. I can't wait. And then you know, if a client was not here for that type. Then what I spend my hour doing during that time, 30 minutes or an hour, is I spend my time working on uh, marketing or reaching back out to prospective clients in that area mm-hmm. to really build more revenue and build more clients in that area. Right. So, so and by the, what you have in the end and by the time you're done is, uh, is you have created from nothing, essentially, um, and attracted exactly what you wanted in the first place, which equals tons of revenue. Yes. Right. Means you pay your bills. Oh, you pay all your bills and and uh, you pay off your hor- your mortgage, maybe. Sweet. To get your jet. Get my jet. I don't need a jet. Just give me a nice boat. Okay. 
So, so anyway, you know, so, so yeah, law of attraction. Uh, it's, it's my newest thing, right? Love it. And uh, I love that business philosophy. We just talk about we talk about a lot of business philosophy and different business philosophies here, mm-hmm. and because there's a lot of different ways to do things. And the secret, the law of attraction, is a great way to do it. So, it is if you do it right. It is. I think, if you do I think right. people get mixed up with the law of attraction by thinking if they think it, it'll happen. And right. it doesn't work that way. You you don't just the secret kind of the secret kind of you've got to take action as well. What you have to work? What? <laughs> the secret kind of puts it out there that way, though. Is you just like imagine you have like a billion dollars. What's the genie idea, isn't it? You rub that magic lamp yeah. and pow, you've got what you want. Right. But but I think you know the idea is that that actually will inspire. Action and goals and everything. Oh yeah, certainly motivating. Yeah, absolutely. Focus, yeah. yeah. But anyway. Well, like, I think you said it. It helps you stay focused. Right. But yes, Robert, oh, you but have I, to work. But I'm not going to discount that there's some kind of underlying weird stuff going on in the in, in the world that that I've talked about it before on this show. That when you decide something, when you put out there that you need something, or when you start focusing on something, the entire world or universe will align. For yeah. that to happen and present opportunities for you. It is yeah. really odd. The man upstairs. Uh, there you go. Well, I think if you can let go of all your resistance to getting something, it will come into your life. And you wouldn't have to do anything for it. I believe that. But right. getting rid of all of that resistance to having it is, is something else. Oh, and you stop. Yeah, that, that's part of the problem is feeling like you, for you me, go, you feeling like, go, how about feeling like I deserve it? Yeah, exactly. Feeling like I deserve it, Okay. And really, really getting clear that I deserve this. Sometimes you're right. We can be the block to ourselves getting what we think we actually want. Yeah. And we have to remove that from ourselves. Mm-hmm. Or you want something and it turns up in a different way and you don't recognize it. Perhaps. Or it's what you need, not what you want kind of thing. Okay. We'll wait till next episode to go down that <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> and I want to have Bob in. Bob's one of my gurus. He, he, he's in my hive. Welcome I think, can you have a hive with two guys? I don't know, my, yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> he, anyway, it's me. No more women, huh? <laughs> it's me. It's, it, it, we're going to have Bob on. Uh, Jennifer's met Bob. <laughs> yes, I have. Bob's a different dude. So, so we'll, we'll go deep down many rabbit holes with Bob's here. Um, philosophically. So, so anyway, um, Stay tuned for next episode. We'll come at you next week with some more very interesting information on the Rockstar Project. And thank you, Jennifer, for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you for you and thanks, your woman Bob. show. Okay. Woohoo! Bob. And thanks, Rob. Yeah, British Rob. British Rob. All right. And hey, Rob, you know what? We, we're going to not sign off correctly here. How should we sign off? We should sign off by telling people where they can get in touch with us and make comments or. You know what? You can tweet us at Lawyer Greg. You can email Rob at. Uh, I, I am British, British Rob, Rob at gmail.com. British Rob at gmail.com. I am British Rob at gmail.com. You There's are another British, British Rob. Rob at yes. No, I am. I am. British Rob. Rob. I butchered that. I there's am a, British there's Rob. A, there's there's already a British Rob. See, we're not even clear is. on how to contact ourselves, okay? <laughs> but if you want to contact Rob, it's I am British Rob at gmail.com. Go to lawyergreg.com. You can buy the Rockstar Lawyer book, which is really not about being a lawyer at all, but it is about running a business and about the adventures and misadventures of doing so and some great strategies, tips, and techniques to make it through it. And uh, also you can go to specifically lawyergreg.com slash rockstarlawyer. You can get the book in any form. Big announcement right now. It's up on iTunes and Google Play. And 
Audible. Okay, so the audiobook is released on iTunes and Audible iTunes and Audible. You can go there and get it. It's narrated by myself and British Rob, and it's a great listen. Okay, so have a great day, and we'll see you next week.